<laughs> Episode 109, starting out with screams and hollers. We've been trying to do this thing now for an hour and 22 minutes. I've been saying I'm trying not to blow up our people's spot, but Riverside, you got to figure your life out. You got to figure your situation out. We are now doing this on Zoom this week. So if our audio sounds a little different, our video looks a little different, our apologies, but we had to get this pod out to you guys. One messed up audio and video situation will not stop us bringing you what we do, which is talking wrestling like only we can. TFW Podcast episode what, 109. We are in here. I am your host, Matt, as always, joined by two of my favorite people, three to Haraway, your co-host, Ishan, your co-host, Rhodesia. Hello. Outside of uh, us sitting here for the last hour and 22 minutes trying to get this thing to work, what else is going on? That's about it. <laughs> my brain is purged now from everything that yeah. I had in it. I was prepared, ready to come. ready to rock and roll, huh? Man, I had so many good notes, and now I'm just on reset. My goddamn tea is cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't even hit the gunshots. <laughs> For that. I got you. Hey, I let's keep you. it real, Whatever. though. I mean, the, the, the gunshots might not have worked on Riverside anyway. So, yeah, see. <laughs> real talk. You know real what? Talk. This, this, this pod may be called Riverside Get Your Life Together. <laughs> that may be what we, we name this, this podcast here. Justice yeah. for but TFW. There it is. Anyway, let's get to it then. Seeing that this is way, way, way past overdue. Y'all know where I want to start. I'm sure it's where y'all want to start. And it is the Bloodline segment from SmackDown this past Friday. It is the return of Hill Rock, the return of Corporate Rock, the return of Hollywood Rock, maybe all rolled up into one. Let's just start. Because we got some good to talk about. We got some bad to talk about. And maybe even a little bit of ugly in there. But definitely some good and some bad. Either one of y'all can take it. Whoever wants to start with your thoughts on The Rock's promo. And how it all went down on Friday night. First off, you said there's some good, bad, and maybe ugly on The Rock promo? Yes. All I, all I got was good. We know what that is right there. But who knows if y'all can actually hear it the same we way or not. So we don't know. Especially listen to you guys we're, talk. We're using another platform right now. But point is, all I got was good out of that. Do you understand when he first came out in his Versace vest? I'm calling it a Versace vest. I really felt like this was back to circa 1999. And I popped so hard for it. This is the rock that I guess I never really got. Because when he was a super bad guy, whatever he was called... I wasn't watching him that much. Was it corporate rock? Is that what he was called? Yep. I really wasn't watching that much at that time, but this is like a whole nother level of like, yeah, you can go and do movies. You can go and have a political possible political career, but it comes back down to you are a pro wrestler. All I got was good out of that. I think that uh rock is reimagining himself to a brand new audience and showing everybody who's the greatest talker this entry has ever seen. It's hands down. I don't think there's I'm 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 standing on 10 toes that Rock is the greatest best talker. Ever? Best ever we've ever seen in the industry. There's no one that comes close to him. Like the bloodline was kind of like, you know, in Roman again, Roman is like he's like the the biggest star 
in our business currently. But you put Rock there, all eyes is on him. They had to stand off to the side, right? And I feel yep. like the ring still wasn't big enough for him. Like, that's how big his star was, man. Greg's talking to business. Um, this is what we grew up on. Um, he showed everybody. I, I love the old, like, this ain't sing along with the rock. That's back. I'm mm -hmm. here for it. <laughs> so those are all the good things for me, right? Like, if we, I saw some think pieces on X on Friday night. It's like, all right, guys, chill out. Like, we we were able to get the rock that we all hadn't seen for 20 plus years. I always talk about how wrestling is supposed to be fun, right? How can you not have fun with that segment? It's, it's, it's like one of those jokes that you're all in on together. When he came right. out there with that Vizashi vest, it was like, all right, now, okay, I know what time it is. That also lends me to the, to the bad, which we'll get to too. But just in terms of the good, he gave us what we hadn't seen in forever. So, you know, you think about, like, people who weren't watching wrestling back then. Hell, maybe people who weren't even alive back then. Mm -hmm. They got a little bit of the taste of what we're used to with Hill Rock. We haven't seen Hill Rock in a very long time. And he was able to tap into that version of the Hill Rock, of the No Sing Along with the Rock, the Versace, the completely going off on the fans, herpes, inbred, all that kind of stuff. Mm. It, you mean it felt like we were transplanted back into whenever that was, you know, 2003 or whatever it was. So I love that in terms of entertainment. I talk a lot about AEW, their shows in a capsule. They're always great. But for me, when you put them together in totality, you start seeing like some of the kinks, you start seeing some of the missed opportunities with storytelling or match setups and things of that nature. But when you watch a show, the majority, they're always entertaining for the most part. So that was Rock's promo on Friday. I don't have to go into more what we love. Of course, we loved it, right? So now, hey, we put the podcast hat on. We get into talking deep inside baseball and all that kind of stuff. The bad for me uh -oh. was... It felt like we went backwards in time and it had nothing to do with what we've seen so far from them. When we had the press conference, we got on our emergency pod and we all loved it. We talked about, man, they haven't done real like that in a long time. It felt real. It felt like a sport. I said, I got text messages talking about, man, I lost respect for Cody Rhodes or for the rock because he smacked Cody Rhodes. Like that's crazy. It's like, well, no, that's part of it. That's what you should feel. We get the press conference. We get these awesome shoot, quote unquote, Instagram posts and Twitter posts from The Rock where he's going in, right? He's, boy, you done messed up. You're going against the family. You're going to learn. You're going to find out today and et cetera, et cetera. With that, that edge. Awesome. We see him pull up. Got on all black, whatever. We ready to go. Then he comes out in a character of Hill Rock, not Hill Rock. And yeah, we still got two months to go until Mania. But that was the bad of this was I was expecting him to come out and be a harder version of Roman. In regards to you didn't mess up now. You didn't talk about my family. This is what we're going to do to you. And we didn't get that. We got the caricature 
of The Rock. So watching it, I'm like, ah, okay, it was entertaining. But now even more so, I'm like, where are we going with this? Like, what's next? Because if you if you saw his Twitter tweets and you saw his IG post, and then you got that, you're like, is this the right episode? <laughs> am I am I tuned in chronologically to the timing of what we're supposed to be getting here? Or did I miss something? And that was kind of what I felt like watching that promo on Friday. I'm not going to discredit anything that you said there, but for me, I completely enjoyed what we got because your point of what you expected from him to be like a harder Roman, but that's not him. Rocky Hill is Rocky Hill. So I think this was like the line in the sand to say to clear as day to any and everybody, I am an absolute number one bad guy right now. There is no room for interpretation of if I'm if I'm good, but I'm bad when you talk about the bloodline. No, I am bad. So I don't want you cheering for me. I don't want you singing along with me. I'm planting that, I guess, flag in the sand saying, no, I'm I'm bad, Rocky. So although I get your point, I completely feel as far as maybe as your common lay fan that absolutely I prefer this way because the other way we be such more of an advanced thinking, you will still have some people who just not, quite understanding what's happening. Sometimes you got to just bring it back down to basics and rocks basics of being a heel is what we got, but edgier. Now his shirt is cut off. Yeah. I agree with Rhodesia, man. That's kind of like me going to Chick-fil-A and expecting a gourmet hot dog, man. Like the rock is the rock. Mm -hmm. Like, right. And like, this is the rock, this, this character, even if it is, or maybe it wasn't, but this is what we got 25, 30 years ago. I don't expect anything different. Now I know, like the Rock's like the biggest wrestler in the, in, in the industry right now too. But like, look at look at them guns, boy. Them guns is huge. Like, but he's never been that guy. Like, right? And he's never portrayed himself as that guy. So I, I didn't expect that from him. Here, I think that we're just we're still in the work in progress as far as what he's doing and what's next for him. Because obviously, you know, up until a couple of weeks ago, we were looking for the Rock and Roman. I don't know how what kind of story we're going to get with that, but. Mm -hmm. Now we're into, okay, now we need to show people who Rocky is. Now he's he's reunited with the bloodline. And what does that look like going forward? And what does it look like going forward with, with Cody? Um, I think it was a great reintroduction to heel rock. Like, right? And this is who he is, um, character and all. This is exactly who he is, exactly who we got. And I think it was a great showing for himself and for the fans. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you didn't, you had so many negative things about it. One quick thing, Matt, before you respond there, I can also say that this is probably the most um, outlandish that I should see of him, meaning I don't expect him to be this um like you said, a caricature of Rock mm -hmm. after this, because you are now a board member. Um, you are now 25 years older. So I do expect you to be probably not as loud and vibrant as you was. Oh no, that's, that's, this is what we're getting, bro. <laughs> but I, I would want him to be a little bit more toned down. I would want him to be in the all black in a, in a nice black silk shirt or black. I, I do want to see kind of an evolution because like you said, you're right. You look and it's like a time capsule. You really don't know where we're at in time. He looks older, you know, mm -hmm. he's bigger, but this is the same thing that we got. I just know that for me, he just had to do 
what he knew best. And that is him. That is the origin of Hill Rock. So I do agree that I shouldn't see this just flamboyant rock, if that's probably the right word. Let, let me ask it. you a question real quick, Rhodesia, before Matt goes. Like, you know me for a long time, too. Mm -hmm. I'm the same E that you knew 25 years ago, right? I'm probably crazier now mm -hmm. than I was 20 years ago, right? So you people don't really change. Like, right? Yeah, their situation changed. He, he, had, he makes more money. He has a whole lot. Uh, he has less hair. You know, he added all the hair that he lost. It went on to his, his arms, right? Like, <laughs> like that's that's where all his hair went. It went on like the power went to the power arms. of the mana. Yeah, As but he talks about don't, people don't really change, you know, because of circumstances, things of that nature. They're always who they are. Like that's that's the rock, man. Like, um, so if anything, so, I think we're gonna see it turned up a little bit more. So then, so the reason why I say that, and those are all great bring ups. I'm only going off of what's being presented to me in totality from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I'm so I'm going to these IG posts and these Twitter posts. So what I'm so what I'm talking about is I'm gonna just read a few of them real quick. The day of the WrestleMania press conference. Okay. Uh this was after he smacked Cody. IG post says, I was born into this crazy world and I love every second of it. I've been whatever, whatever, whatever. And then he says, your hero fucked around and you found out quick what happens when you talk about our family with disrespect. Lines crossed and blurred. Bring it. We don't tow the mark for no one. Road to WrestleMania begins. That has a hard edge to it. Mm -hmm. So even if you just take out him cussing with the four letters, because he did that on SmackDown, just not to that level, there's still a hard edge to that. A few days after that, he has a IG post where it shows him, Roman, and Heyman walking out of uh, the Vegas arena, and he goes... Uh, you fucked around and found out quick, didn't you, boy? You, your little friends, and all your crybabies have no idea what's coming. The world's on notice. People's champ plus tribal chief. Then the day of SmackDown, I believe, he says, Salt Lake City, get ready, because you already know. We're bringing it to you this Friday night live. That's the rock we didn't get. That's who I was expecting on SmackDown. Once again, take the F words out. I'm talking about that real, the same, the same rock we got at the press conference. When he was talking to Triple H, fix it or we will. You don't talk about our family. We didn't get that. We got the, the lovable hill rock that we're playing along with you because you're disrespecting everybody and we think it's fun and we're still popping for you. That was what we got. It's not a big deal. I still enjoyed it way more than I didn't. But if we're talking about stories, because I'm all about stories, I did when he when it, it cut off, I was like, okay, that wasn't what I expected. And now what's next? And that's great that we're thinking about what's next. So then also too with, with what's next, there was a lot of talk on social media surrounding the line of, and I'm going to make sure you walk out of WrestleMania, which you are a loser. He was allegedly talking to Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. There's a camera angle mm -hmm. where he points and the camera angle looks like he's pointing at Roman Reigns when he says that. I was just going to bring that up. And there's a ton of conspiracy theories saying, hey, Rock and Cody still together. They still align with it because Cody did say that he took counsel and this is when he said he was going to not wrestle at WrestleMania and they're still in cahoots. And it's all going to come to fruition that they're in cahoots at WrestleMania. What's your guys' thoughts on that? I was going to mention to you that 
as far as this type of rock that all you mentioned on Twitter, I don't think necessarily the wrestling Twitter fans are the same exact wrestling fans that would be in Salt Lake City at SmackDown. So I think that that there is a difference and they are kind of maybe not the same person. So when you say we didn't get that rock, the edgier, harder rock, we got the caricature of the rock. I just think that those are just two totally different, maybe groups of fans or segment of fans. Now, then my second part of it is like, well, maybe that is done by design because it was something about how he looked with his glasses on toward Roman that you wouldn't have been able to catch it as normal. So maybe this is kind of a ruse to try to sabotage one time, the other one time, number one, Roman. We'll see. But I, I, I think that there's something to it. Yeah, I'm here for whatever they, they want to do. I'm just, I'm just here for the ride, honestly. Um, I think part of the fun for me as a fan is just to watch it happen and experience it i don't need to just for me like i i think it, i know it's fun for everyone to kind of like predict where it's going but mm -hmm. this is so good and the characters involved are so amazing i just wanted to see it play out and i just wanted to enjoy it so whatever they decide to do i'm sure it's going to be great because we, if we're looking at this we got one of the biggest stars ever rock I'm like, whatever he wants to do, right? I, I'm crying boss Roman. If that's what you want, I'm sure he would have played that well. Give me Hollywood rock. I'm sure he's going to play. Whatever rock decides to do is going to be good because it, it was good. Mm -hmm. Roman is in full. He He's back doing this thing for as long as he's going to be doing it. And Cody's on the high right now. Everyone knows Cody, you know, right? So I'm here for whatever they decide to do. Uh, if he turns on them, great. When we get that match, I hope they just don't microwave it. Like I said, I kind of want to get a, I, I kind of want them to kind of take time to get to the Roman and Rock thing and give me a nice little story. But whatever they decide to do, I'm here for it. You know what's cool is that they built up this type of equity with the fan base that you can say that. No way in the world would you have been able to say that about WWE programming two years ago. Nope. That, hey, I'm just along for the ride and whatever they decide to do. That wasn't happening under Vince. You like, man, they're going to mess this up and we're going to be sitting here talking about what if. And we know that at the end of the day, they should make it right. We got a, a couple of viewer and listener comments I want to throw to you guys surrounding this. Uh, from YouTube, our guy Ryan Jamal. What's up, Ryan Jamal? First time we've heard from you. Or Hi, Ray Nail. I'm sorry, Ray Nail Jamal. Hey, Ray Nail. Uh, this was talking about. Our last episode, he said, I a thousand percent agree with Rhodesia. I want to see Rock somehow be in the chamber and win to face Seth. Relax, Rhodesia. Oh, then okay. I would have Rock versus Seth night one. Rock wins. Cody versus Roman night two. Roman retains. That would be the boldest, coldest, and craziest heel faction takeover we've seen since NWO. Bloodline 2.0 should then become like the NWO with the difference being that we actually finished this story. Unlike the NWO hashtag and still hashtag. We won Rocky hashtag finish the bloodline story. Hashtag Cody cry babies. Let's go. I like that. Um, he brought up a couple things there. We've talked about like the night one night two thing. We don't have to get into that again. He brought up the NWO for you guys. What's the best faction in history who's the greatest faction in wrestling history for you that's gonna take some time but maybe ooh, greatest fact faction to you because i have a second follow-up question after this 
just because when I started watching wrestling, there wasn't really a lot of factions again until like H got in. We knew H when he first got NXT, he was a guy of multi men or multi multi people groups. So okay. I'm feeling Undisputed Era Volume One. I really, really, really enjoyed, it. and that's what me not really caring for Adam. Um, Cole. Yeah, you, you hate Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. but I, I really love Undisputed Era. But factions, I felt like it's just a little bit before my time. Just a little bit before my time. You know, I'm going to probably go back into my childhood and say the Four Horsemen. Um, volume 2 and 3. It's hard to go against them. Volume 2 and 3. not Because uh, uh, the original uh, Horsemen had Oli. Um, that was before me. Uh, I started watching when it was Rick, it was uh, Arn and Telly and Lex Luger, and then Luger was replaced with Barry Windham. Those those were those factions were great because Ric Flair was your was your world champion. He was the top dog, undisputed. Mm-hmm. Arn and Telly was the best tag team, undisputed, and then Lex and Barry they were both U.S. champs at the time, and they both were like heads of their class. So like they were really dominant, charismatic, and they were just, they're very, Undisputed Era was very similar, but unlike the Horsemen, you know, Arn and Telly can kind of, they had a little more charisma than, you know, Riley and uh and Fish. And then I think Lex or Barry had a little bit more charisma and star power than um, Roddy did. So this is for star power. I'm going to go, uh, Four Horsemen, the second and third version. So you went Horsemen. Okay, Rhodesia went kind of Undisputed Era. Now, that was what your greatest faction in wrestling history was. Who do you guys think is the most influential faction in wrestling history? Told you I don't know that many factions. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Let's go with the Four Horsemen because everybody talks about the Four Horsemen. Even E just brought up that that's one of his greatest. So let's go with the Four Horsemen. Hmm. You know, the NWO was hot, right? Everyone had yep. NWO shorts on, shirts on back in the day. Um, like, that logo still stands the test of time. Like, it's still a very cool-looking, you know, uh, logo. Actually, my uh, hey. versus Everyone shirt mm. that you guys can pick up on uh, Eshan.com is very... <laughs> Eshan.com um, is nuts. <laughs> it's kind of a take from the NWO shirt, actually. So... I'm, I kind of want to say the NWO, but I feel like they were expi- uh, inspired by the Horsemen. Mm-hmm. Second or third version. But maybe okay. the NWO if you want to go as far as popularity. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. Uh, another comment. Oh, what was uh, yours? For greatest faction, it's hard to go against the Horsemen because I think they were so influential. I'm not giving the Horsemen both, though, right? So... If I was to say greatest faction, you say horsemen, but influential to me, it's got to be NWO. But I think Bloodline's a faction. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they're going to go down as top three greatest faction of all time because they're already the best storyline of all time in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's mine's. Um, and that's one of user slash QM four RV six TT one Q. You can go to hell. He says, uh, might be the most clueless take. 
when we were talking about uh, what we didn't want, which was the triple threat match, which they pivoted from because we know what we're talking about. User QM4 BRT TT1Q. He said, also, Cody isn't winning. Triple threat would be the most amazing thing at WrestleMania. I would love to hear back from you again, user QM4 RV6 TT1Q. And you tell me now if you still think you're right. What a piece of crap. User you know what? QM4 We're not going to do that to Q. To user six, seven. Um, Eight, all right. we're not gonna do that to him. We're not gonna 10, alienate, 12. or not not him or her. We're not or them. We're not gonna alienate them. But triple threats to me, I just y'all know how it just boils my my skin. Like I cannot stand a triple threat, and it's only because it takes a very very like the synergy required. I feel for all three people in that match has to be like it was written in the stars that night to have a great triple threat. I've seen some great triple threats, but just overall, I cannot stand a triple threat. Damn with triple uh, threats. I wouldn't S- mind it. Seeing uh, that we're on Zoom, we only got eight minutes left. <laughs> so don't worry, we are going to action pack Wednesday's pod because Derek, I ain't forgot about you. We got a question for you. He asked about some portrayal coming with the bloodline. Teaser there. Our guy, Brandon James, on Twitter gave us a great one surrounding WrestleMania and how the hype around WWE is at an all-time high and kind of what this compares to in comparison to past WrestleMania buildups. We're going to do all that. I we're thought you meant like what it compares to like as far as drinks and drugs. All right, <laughs> enough. Uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> Isha, what, uh, I know you had a couple of things. What did you have that you wanted? Uh, we also had the Darby Allen promo set up, and we can't play that because, uh, yeah, we don't have the soundboard. So, what do you have, sir? <laughs> well, real quick on the uh, on the SmackDown tip, I've really enjoyed uh, Drew and LA Knight's little brief segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that I, I like the face to face because I don't think we've gotten a lot of LA Knight in the past few months. Um, but I really enjoyed that. I don't know what's going on with Drew, but I hope they got to figure his they got to figure his situation out. Maybe they're just keeping the signing, yeah, uh, you know, a secret. I don't know what they're doing. I, they need to sign that man. Okay, he the is latest, doing some great character work right now, and I love to see more of him at night. Latest news is uh, he's got time added on because he was out with his injury, mm-hmm. so allegedly he still hadn't resigned, but he's not up right after WrestleMania. I don't know how the way he's going, you don't put the belt on him at Mania. I don't care who's in that match. I don't know if it's one-on-one with him and Seth. I don't know if you do include Sammy in it or if you pivot Sammy to Gunther for the IC title. I'm still trying to figure out what they do with Sammy um, over the next couple weeks. But regardless, this is Drew's title. Like, if, if he doesn't get it now, I don't know when the right time ever will be. Damn it. I also, I also wanted to get to you shaking ass at work. E, I can't even get to that. Man. Yeah, it's a hilarious story, guys. We don't have to move that to Wednesday. E's got to oh, tell man. this story. That is hilarious. Hey, right, real quick since we finished up I, I, and staying on SmackDown, Naomi's new thing. I like that, man. I think, it's I, think I like it. I think I like yeah. it. I, I, I had to shake ass to her thing too. Right, see, <laughs> yeah, you sure he sent the text to was saying. <laughs> yeah, it's not to me. It's not as good as the one she used on Impact, but is a it's to that. And then of course, 
Naomi and Trinity's name sounds a little bit different, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. And shout out to Trinity too. She, you know, she knows she follows the pod and she follows the the Twitter. She, uh, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her to be in that position of kind of that main event wrestling match segment on SmackDown. And like, she's just having a blast, you know, like even for her to be able to, you think about how they were micromanaged for so long in WWE. And then think about the end, right? She wins. And then she fixes her hair before little Nate yeah. grabs her arm, like stuff like that to be able to have fun mm -hmm. in that moment. is just so cool. They have fun. We have fun watching it. It's great. Mm -hmm. Also speaking of uh, the bloodline too, real quick. Um, there was a clip that somebody had clipped up on X with Nia Jax and she took on Maxine Dupree at last night's house show. It was about a two minute clip. And, uh, you know, I just want to shout out Nia Jax again. The work she's done on this run has been super strong. And I think for them to trust, we know Maxine is not where she wants to be, I'm sure. And they keep putting her out there on TV wrestling, which they, I think they need to stop doing that. She's a great personality, but keep her on the house shows until she can really get that bell to bell psychology down. But for her to be in a match with Nia, that shows a lot of trust in Nia too, uh, to kind of show her the the ropes on on this house show loop. So shout out to to Nia. I know that we've given her props, but she went out. We talked about it on Monday. She went out and killed that promo segment. She's done great in every single thing that she's been in so far. Uh, this is like what a second run should look like. I know a lot of people were down on her in that first run, but she has really made herself valuable to WWE since she's been back, you know, whenever she came back, October, November, whenever it was. Yeah, she looks good and ever since the word. Yep. Um, injury bug beat Nikita Lyons again. She's out. Come on. They haven't stated if it's a knee or what, but I've she said was this just coming before. Back. She just came back. She has to change her wrestling style. She leaves her feet way too much. And yeah, we've seen big guys and big girls move, but just because you can do it doesn't mean you need to do it. That type of work style is not sustainable for a big girl like her. They need to let her switch to an MMA style. And if you want to break out maybe one or two moves where you leave your feet, cool, but I, I hate to see that. That sucks. She just got back. Man, I'm gonna have to rewatch another one of her matches. I didn't think she did. I didn't think she did that much. She, she does, does a, a bunch of the kicks, and you know she ain't popping it enough for me, if anything. But mm. that's your job now, buddy. <laughs> I, you're the, the resident ass popper. Go ahead, twerk, twerk, twerk. <laughs> um. So are we, we? So we legit. We legit only got two minutes and twenty eight seconds left. Is that what it is? Yeah. And I have five quick things, but I'll bring that up on Wednesday. My only thing that I would say with the video package they showed Rocky, <laughs> not Rocky, sorry, with Robin and the wise man. And he was like, Perth, I gotta go to Perth. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> and and wise was man's like, no, I'm the wise he was man, so you scared. don't gotta go. He was, Robin he was did like, not wanna go to Australia. I gotta go to Australia? <laughs> Check that out, that's on X2. That was a little yeah. clip they did. Of just promoting Elimination Chamber, and Roman's like, "Who's going to be there?" And he's like, "Cody Seth can be there." And Heyman's like, "Yeah, they are going to be there." And he's like, "Do I have to go?" And Heyman's <laughs> like, "No, no, you don't have to be there. I can go for you." He's like, "Okay, all right." And then everybody go get your tickets. So it, it'd be interesting if they still pop up on that. Um, last thing, 
to get us out of here and eat you can take the last word on this damage control story we didn't get a chance to talk about it two weeks ago dakota kai came to bailey's a this week she's trying to align with bailey and bailey like no new friends i don't trust you thoughts on where we are now in the story of damage control you know it's, it's it's a it's a good uh, angle. I just had a question for you guys, and we can ask it on the next pod because we literally have a minute and a county left. Uh, does damage control need a new name? It's just three of them. I like right, damage right. control. I liked it when she hmm. said it. Um, this is damage control. I actually I liked it. No one's ready for damage control. Yeah, I, I liked it. That's a good one. All right, so then we got some more listener comments and questions to hit on Wednesday. I also want to bring up Ron Breaker to SmackDown. That's a big deal. We got to talk about the the Darby promo on Dynamite to see what you guys thought about it. We got some comments on there. And then we also have some other things too that that he had. And we're going to have Monday Night Raw. And the Final Testament. And we are out of here on that. (laughs) Talk to you guys on Wednesday.